Hey everybody, this is Corey, and you are listening to Live from Coco's Cabinet, my new blast radio show where I talk about all things VHS movie related and also uh, anything that comes to my mind. Um, I'm also trying out Instagram Live over here. Uh, I think I have one person watching. Craig, hello. Welcome to the show. Um, so we are definitely just feeling things out here uh, for this first episode. Um, but I guess I wanted to kick things off just with a little uh, what's going on around the Internet kind of update uh, with movie news and such. Um, so one of the uh, big news items this week was the, uh, I guess, uncasting of uh, Henry Cavill as Superman. Um, after uh, a pretty fairly well-covered, uh, I guess, cameo um, at the end of Black Adam that was supposed to sort of announce that he was back uh, and that he was uh, going to be taking the role of Superman back on, um, and then leaving The Witcher as well, um, which was pretty surprising. So then for uh, James Gunn to, he also publicly said that that was not the case, that Henry Cavill wasn't getting fired, and then we have that very public uh, tweeting from Henry Cavill saying, well, I'm no longer Superman. They're going in a different direction. And then James Gunn announcing that they're doing the younger Superman. Um, I don't know. It, it was all very, uh, very public and uh, felt felt pretty bad for Henry Cavill. Um, cause he's been very, very vocal about how he felt like he was born to play uh, Superman. Um, so. I think now he's moved on to Warhammer 4,000, 4,000, 40,000, 40K, I think is the proper thing. Gosh, I'm digging myself a grave there. I don't want Warhammer fans to come after me, um, which I know he's also very, very passionate about that as well. Um, so hopefully he'll find a place uh, where he can stick around for a little while. Um, I think he's a great actor, um, and I think he's a great Superman. Um, I think he's just been let down by the filmmakers, not so much his his performance. Um, so good luck, Henry Cavill, and sorry about your really, really public loss of, uh, of the role of Superman. Um, I think the other big news item this week would probably be the release of Avatar 2 uh, after what seems like um, 25 to 30 years since the first Avatar. Um, I've been a pretty vocal uh, anti-Avatar person um, since the first one, not because, um, I mean, I had a lot of reasons, you know, I saw the movie, I saw the first one in 3D, and it was, um, it was definitely an experience, it felt like a theme park ride, and I remember, um, I saw it with my friend Zach Prosser, who I used to work with at Digital Planet, uh, shout out to Digital Planet for those of you who remember that place, if you're from Tennessee, uh, the Murfreesboro area, um, anyway, we uh, we went and saw it, and I remember telling him afterward that, you know, if I hadn't had the opportunity to see this in a theater in 3D, uh, I don't think I don't think this is going to translate any other way. Like, And then you see it on home video, and it doesn't really translate. And then you also realize that it's Dances with Wolves, and it's Pocahontas, you know, it's the, the white savior narrative. Um, and so, anyway, um, I wasn't a huge fan of the first one. And so my hype level for the second one was already pretty low. Um, but it does appear that the critics are really liking it. Uh, in fact, one of my favorite filmmakers, Guillermo del Toro, uh, tweeted that it was a, a really exciting theatrical experience. Um, 
so I, I don't know. I I think if I see it, I would certainly have to see it in the theater, uh, preferably something crazy like IMAX, you know, just to really up the uh, the experience factor. Um, but I I don't know. My excitement level is is very low. However, um, it does seem like it's it's getting a positive reception. Um, has I have some people on Instagram that are are here and hello everyone. Has anyone seen Avatar two yet? That is uh, live on Instagram there. That has a you can just give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Um, no, nothing. So I'm gonna take that as a no. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not sure if it's gonna be any good. You know, I can't imagine that it is. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. You know, I, I doubt I'll make it to the theater. I don't think I'll spend the the thirty two fifty it would require uh, at the IMAX to make it worth my while. So um, the way of water is probably going to end up being a pass for me. Um, but uh, in terms of uh, movies coming out at home, there are several that have come out over the last few days that I uh, have really been wanting to check out. Uh, Bones and all is one. Um, Timothy Chalamet fans out there, uh, shout out to, to Timothy. Uh, but perhaps more importantly, uh, Luca Guadagigno, and I probably said that terribly wrong, and I'm actually certain I did, but um, terrific filmmaker. Uh, recently did the Suspiria remake, which was interesting, and then uh, also Call Me By Your Name, working with Timo Timothy Chalamet before. Um, it looks interesting, and, and honestly, the most exciting thing about it for me was that it's getting comparisons to Near Dark, which I think is a, a really wonderful and maybe not underrated now because it's definitely found a cult audience, uh, Catherine Bigelow horror movie um, that uh, is very much kind of a road movie as well. Um, so that's a cool comparison uh, that makes me kind of excited about it. And it apparently has some really wonderful um, gore effects, some great practical stuff, which is always uh, a plus for me. Love the practical effects. Um, and, um, you know, with that in Suspiria, he's kind of gone in a, a surprisingly uh, graphically gory direction, I, I kind of would say. Um, perhaps surprising considering coming off Call Me By Your Name, which was just so deliriously romantic and, uh, you know, certainly not uh, similarly horrifying um, like his new direction. Anyway, let's take a right turn from that. And uh, I also am really excited about checking out The Fablemans. Um, and honestly, one of the major reasons I want to watch The Fablemans is that uh, there's a David Lynch cameo, which is really exciting. Um, because I love David Lynch, and, and seeing him on camera is always exciting. Um, he was amazing in the Twin Peaks, r the return. Um, I think he's a an underrated actor. Uh, I really do think he's a terrific actor. And uh, I hear he has a, a wonderful little cameo in The Fablemans. But also, it's uh, apparently Spielberg, you know, out Spielberging himself. Uh, and, and he doesn't really miss too often. And uh, it's getting a lot of positive buzz as well. Um, and then the last uh, new movie that I wanted to see that I noticed was available at home is The Banshees of Inishirin, which I'm sure... I'm saying wrong because it sounds like I'm saying The Banshees of Ed Sheeran, which would be a very different movie, um, which I probably would watch. Uh, that sounds kind of fun. But uh, In a Sheeran, I believe, something along those lines. Uh, Colin Farrell 
apparently just acting like his life depended on it, giving it an amazing performance, which is not surprising. Um, the guy is incredible. Uh, also recently incredible in The Batman, um, looking unrecognizable as the Penguin. Um, but uh, he and Brendan Gleeson, uh, it looks just just wonderful, uh, directed by the, the same director that brought us in Bruges, which uh, was also terrific and also starred the same two actors, um, I believe. Yes, that's right. Um, and uh, anyway, it looks great. Uh, I've heard it's, it's really, really wonderful and sad and funny and tragic and uh, definitely want to check that one out. Um, and then um, I think that's everything that I noticed. Uh, there's just there's kind of a lot uh, coming out right now. Um, I still want to see Violent Night as well. That's been getting a lot of buzz. Um, David Harbour playing essentially John McClane Santa Claus, from what I gather. Uh, that looks like a lot of fun. Um, there's just kind of a, a lot of a lot of movies. I guess that's that's pretty normal for December. I feel like December's kind of a I usually always feel like I watch a lot more movies in December um, and for some reason kind of equate it with, with going to the movies, um, seeing I, I have a Quentin Tarantino association with the holidays as well. I don't know if that's from seeing them in the theater or that I did that at home. I'm not really sure why. Um, which I also, if you want to buy me his new book, Cinema Speculation, uh, that would be that would be dope. Um, I don't know how you would buy me that unless you're Santa Claus, but maybe Santa Claus is he's always watching, so I'm sure he's one of my one of my viewers. It doesn't show up on my stats, you know, but I guess he wouldn't. Um, so the I guess the last thing I'll close with this is probably going to be uh, a pretty short episode because I'm really uh, just kind of feeling things out here. Um, uh, what I've recently acquired on VHS, um, which I was going to bring over me but I did not do that so we'll just uh, you'll just have to trust me uh, for my Instagram viewers because I actually have a few I'll wave again it's cool uh, thank you for thank you for joining me um, but most recently my most exciting acquisition was Santa with muscles starring Hulk Hogan uh, from 1996 it is an absolute absolute trash masterpiece uh, he stars uh, as a millionaire who is he has his, he sells his own protein powder because he's you know Hulk Hogan and he suffers from a head wound and wakes up and believes that he's Santa Claus and but of course the important uh qualifier being Santa with muscles so you know we see some bonding with some children and he's you know he's an egomaniac but he he turns it around he kind of has a Scrooge story um the kid from under wraps is in it uh, also from the big, the big green, um, the soccer movie, the soccer Disney movie, he's in there. Um, and, uh, also some notable, just weird side villains, uh, a guy with braces, um, and just, it's just terrible. It's just terrible. And I love it a lot and I'm really excited to have it on VHS. I also recently purchased the, um, long sleeve t-shirt of uh, I'll do a shout out to at tapes from the crypt a really great Instagram account they also have a store and they sell wonderful merchandise including a Santa with muscles long sleeve shirt that I will um, hopefully be wearing soon in time for the holidays 
Um, and then I also recently acquired a couple of tapes from at Bloody Knife Video, who is a wonderful seller here on Instagram that uh, always has the best stuff. Um, I grabbed the Man with X-Ray Eyes, um, I Bury the Dead, and Transylvania 65000. So only three, but three bangers uh, that I'm excited to have as part of the collection. Transylvania 65000, if only for the wonderful song, um, which if I was on top of my game, I would have had to load it up on my little soundboard here, but I don't. So that would have been a cool outro, but I didn't plan this. So we're going to go with my outro music instead. And uh, also thank you, everyone, for coming in to Instagram. One more hello to everybody. And then to my listener on Blast Radio, thank you as well. And for everybody that missed the show, this will be available as an episode uh, via your favorite podcast provider. So be sure to check that out if you weren't able to tune in live. And I will see you next time on Live from Coco's Cabinet.